So one of my favorite new features in the new Xcode 13 that was just released is Vim support. before you get your hopes up too much, it's a little bit rough around the edges and I wouldn't be expecting a full Vim implementation here, but I think that they are committed to doing at least the basics and that's something that really excites me. So for those who don't know, I really love Vim and I turn on Vim mode in basically edit every editor that supports it because it's just sort of ingrained in my nature. And for people who have taken the time to learn Vim, uh, they can often find that certain things become much more productive. You can do things with less keystrokes. And there's sort of a focus on the fact that we spend a lot more time navigating and manipulating text than we do writing it from scratch. And that's something that Vim really excels in. So if that's something that interests you, then uh, I'll warn you up ahead that learning Vim uh, is not for the faint of heart. It's a daunting task. It's a very obtuse thing to learn, uh, but once you start to learn it, things become second nature. So let's first talk about how we can enable Vim support in Xcode, play around a little bit, uh, and I'll try to teach a little bit about Vim as we go. Uh, then we'll drop down to Terminal Vim, and I'll show you some more stuff about Vim and some of the things that Xcode doesn't currently support or might not ever support. Uh, but I will say that if you do choose to take the time to learn Vim, it's something that will pay dividends over your career because Vim is basically everywhere. It works on every operating system. Uh, there's many different flavors of Vim. There's a, millions of different plugins that you can use uh, to customize the editor to, to your uh, heart's content. And even when you're uh, SSHing into other servers, it's not uncommon that Vim will be supported there as well. And so uh, that's what I want to dive into today. So first, uh, and before I actually get started, let me just say that I'm running the very first beta of Xcode 13. And uh, so there may be bugs, things may have changed by the time you view this episode. And um, if anything major changes, I'll be sure and um, list that down in the show notes for this episode. So here I have a project open in the new version of Xcode. And we'll just open up uh, this, you can see what version I'm running here. So this is Xcode 13 beta. So if you want to follow along, you're going to have to download the beta. And uh, we're going to go to the options, which is you can get to with command comma. And this another uh, thing about uh, people in general who are uh, attracted to the Vim lifestyle are the type of people who want to keep their hands on the keyboard all the time and use the mouse as little as possible. And I'm definitely one of those. If I can find a keyboard shortcut for something, I'm going to lean on that because it makes me more productive. So what we're gonna do is go over to text editing and then in the editing sub tab here, down at the bottom, there's this new section, enable Vim key bindings. So we're gonna check that and you probably immediately notice this bar appears at the bottom and this gives us kind of a quick help on what to do with Vim. So, uh, one thing that you also might notice is that my cursor changed from a bar, a blinking bar, to a blinking block. And that is an indication that we are in a certain mode. So Vim is a modal editor. There's multiple modes that we can be in. And Xcode only supports two of these modes. There's insert mode and there's normal mode. So when we're in a block uh, style like this, this means we're in normal mode. 
And what this means is that the keyboard now, when I type on the keyboard, it's not gonna enter text. I'm actually issuing commands to the Vim engine so that it can help me navigate around. So one of the things, instead of reaching over for the arrow keys, which are way on this side of the keyboard, uh, the arrow keys are actually all on the home row because it's something we do all the time. So J is gonna move me down. So I hit J. Oh, and before I start, I'm gonna turn on a, um, a, a keyboard visualizer so you can see what I'm doing. Uh, on the keyboard because so many of these commands I just do instinctively. I don't really think about it too much. So I'm going to try and stop and show you what I'm doing. Uh, but you can always pause the video and see what commands I've actually run. So J goes down one line and K goes up one line. So you can sort of J and K, you can hold it down. And when I do this, uh, this is one of the reasons why on Mac OS, if we go into the keyboard preferences on Mac OS, uh, I always go over here and I turn key repeat all the way to the right and delay until repeat all the way to short. And this is the primary reason why I do that because I will often browse a file by sitting in here and going, okay, I'm just like kind of sort of scrolling. This is like scrolling with my mouse for me. Uh, so that's J and K. Um, if I want to move to the right, that's L and moving to the left is H. So if you notice, all four of these commands are all on the home row. So it's all my right hand. I can just um, I can just use these these commands to move the cursor around. So that's kind of movement. Um, there are many other ways to navigate the cursor, but those are the the main ones. Of course, the arrow keys still work. Um, I have seen some hardcore Vim people will customizer editor to disable the arrow keys because the idea is that you shouldn't be moving your hands off of home row to move to the arrow keys. Um, but that's, you know, that's for the hardcore people who want to do that sort of thing. So I will also say that there's no way to customize the Vim implementation in Xcode. So the way they've implemented is the way we'll have to deal with it. Uh, but once you drop down into terminal Vim or another uh, GUI Vim, uh, you're, you can customize it to your heart's content. Okay, so we can also see down here at the bottom that there's uh, I, V, C, D, uh, Y for yank, uh, B and W. And this is to give you a little bit of help. And this is one of the first feedbacks I've filed because to me, that's just noise. I, I know these commands, but for you, if you're starting out in Vim, it may be helpful. The first command here is I. That brings us from normal mode into insert mode. And when I do that, we can see that now it shows inserts down in the lower left-hand corner. And now I can start typing and you can tell that I'm in insert mode because of the, the vertical bar that's blinking now. And now I can, you know, turn this into private or whatever. Okay. So once I'm done typing, what do I do? I can hit escape and unfortunately escape in this case dismissed the, the Xcode completion window. So I'm still in insert mode, and this is a difference between normal Vim. I hit escape again, and now we are in back in normal mode. And so this is kind of where you live all the time in normal mode. You navigate, you find the text that you want to edit, and then you make your edit, and then you exit. So the edit I just made is turning private or public into private. And that is now an editing operation that I have uh, essentially made. And so if I hit the U key, this will undo that change. U is undo. Okay, so... That's why it's kind of important that you know when you're entering insert mode, you make your change and then you exit insert mode back to normal mode. That sort of becomes a logical change that I can then undo later.
if I want to redo that change, it's control R. So now I can do U, control R to sort of toggle between these two. Okay, so let's talk about some more things. Let's say I wanted to change this from a struct to a class. So I'm going to, I could type L to sort of go over this way. Um, or, you know, I could reach on the with the mouse and click on it or whatever. But the idea is hold it on the keyboard and try to figure out how you could potentially do this with less keystrokes. So instead of hitting L numerous times, I can tap the W key to skip words. So notice that I'm just skipping between all these words. I can use capital W if I want to skip words that contain punctuation. So in this case, swift.error, if I hit use capital W, it skips all the way over it because it's one word and the period in the middle is considered part of that word. If I want to go backward by words, I hit the B key. So W and B are kind of a pair that you should become familiar with. Okay, so here, I'm back on the beginning of the line. I hit W to go to struct. Okay, I'm still in normal mode. So if I want to change struct to a class, I can uh, hit change. And that's actually shown right here. Change is going to put us into insert mode, but it's it needs to tell, we need to tell them what we want to change. So right here, we're in change and it's sort of waiting for us to tell us what to change. And uh, this is where these commands can kind of stitch together. So we already know that W's is for word, so I can hit CW to change the word, and notice that it deleted the word struct and puts us in insert mode, so now we can type the word class. I hit escape to dismiss the, the completion window and hit escape again to go back into normal mode. And again, if we just want to undo that change, we hit the U key. And this is where Xcode currently has a bug. In fact, this is one I'm going to file as soon as I'm done recording, because I did a logical operation, I should be able to undo that logical operation. Um, so I can hit you twice to go back to the struct, but that's actually incorrect behavior. Um, okay, let's see, what else? If I just wanted to change a letter, let's say I wanted to change uh, in network service, I want to change the, the letter S to be the letter uh, A for some reason. So um, we know that we can skip words, but how do I jump straight to that letter capital S? Uh, this is where we can use F to find a character on the current line. So I can say F and I, the next letter is going to be the, the next occurrence of this character that we're looking for. So if I say F and then C, it's going to go to the first C that it finds. If I want to find the second C, so I'm, I hit B to go back to the beginning or back word. Uh, then let's say I wanted to go to the second C. I can type F2C and that actually did not work. I'm pretty sure that would work. I actually don't use that a lot. I'm just uh, in normal Vim mode you can, or normal Vim, terminal Vim, you can type F2C and that should go to the second instance of the C character. Uh, usually what I will do is type FC to go to the C, and then if this is not the one I want, I'll hit semicolon to go to the next instance of that on the same line. And then, uh, I'm trying to remember, my muscle memory normally does this, uh, where how do I go back to the previous one? That is with comma. That's what it is. Okay, so 
FC goes to the find the C, hit semicolon to go to the next instance of that, semicolon again goes to the, the next instance of that, and if I hit semicolon again after that, it doesn't go anywhere because there's no more C's on this line. So if I want to uh, go to that capital S, I will hit F, capital S, and now I want to change this to a capital A. So I'll say change letter CL, which deletes the letter under the cursor, and I can type A and hit escape to go back uh, to what I was doing before. And of course I want to undo that because it's a typo, but that is kind of the, the general gist of how we work with them. Okay, so I talked about movement with cursor. I talked about movement by word. Uh, there are some other things that can be pretty handy. For instance, um, if you're inside of a word, um, one of the things we do a lot in Vim is selecting, uh, selecting text. So say I want to go uh, from here to the end of this word. E is the end of the word. B goes backward by word, so sometimes B and E are what you want to just sort of toggle between a word like this. And so if I hit V, this goes into visual mode, and I can do VE to select. Visual mode basically means selection. Visual mode to select to the end of this current word. Okay, so now if I want to cut this and put it on my pasteboard, I hit X. So now it's on my pasteboard and I can move somewhere else. And let's say I want to put it here, I hit P to put it. So the copy paste in Vim is actually yank and put. That's where uh, Y comes from, yank and put. So uh, something I do, let me undo this change. Uh, something I do a lot is let's say I wanted to take this method and put it in a different type. Uh, I would hit, uh, or let's say I want to copy and paste this whole line. YY will yank the whole line. Then I can move down here. I'll push O. Uh, o is add a new line below and put me in insert mode. And then uh, P to paste it. Now I didn't really need the extra line there, so moving to insert mode was actually, one could call it a mistake. Uh, but the idea is kind of like, it's not that you want to do things as few keystrokes as possible, but you can get quite fast with these keyboard shortcuts. So like I instinctively will type YY when I want to uh, copy a line and then P to move it. Uh, D, you just saw me do that, uh, DD will delete the entire line. So let's say I wanted to move this request error to be the first one in the enum, DD to delete, P to paste. Okay, so this is all kind of overwhelming and you're never gonna remember the stuff if you don't try it yourself. So I would suggest that, um, you know, take a look, enable insert mode, and just pick a few of these, uh, these commands and start playing with them. Start trying to commit them to muscle memory. There are hundreds more commands to learn, but the idea is you start with the basics and you move on from there. Uh, there are some things that are currently broken, like one thing I might wanna do is select this whole block of code. And normally uh, you would hit shift V. So instead of V for selection, that's like a, a line selection. This is a block selection. Uh, but unfortunately it doesn't actually work uh, properly. Actually it worked there, I'm not quite sure why. Shift V, yeah. So shift V should actually be selecting the entire line including public here, um, but it's currently not. So that's another bug in Xcode. I filed a radar on that. 
another thing that you might want to do often is uh, navigate to the opening brace once I'm on a closing brace. So you can hit percent. So it shows up as shift five in this uh, keyboard viewer, but it's basically the percent key will uh, toggle you between uh, two pairs of closing braces that also works for uh, these. And let's see, I think the last thing I'll, I'll talk about is hitting slash to search. So in this case, let's say I want to uh, search for the word request. So normally in Xcode, you would hit command F and you'd start typing. Uh, in Vim, that is slash and start typing. So here I'm going to search for the word request and it highlights all of the, the ones in here. And at this point I hit enter and now I'm on the first instance of that. And now N and P will uh, go between instances of this word and it'll wrap around the whole file. And if I want to go to the previous instance, actually it's not P, sorry, <laughs> shift N goes backwards. Uh, these are things that I do and I never say out loud. So that's kind of, it's, it does become muscle memory. Like it, it doesn't make a lot of sense when you say it out loud, but it, all I can say is that you eventually will become second nature at this stuff. Um, and let's see, there are, okay. There's a million things I could cover here. Uh, so I don't want to cover too many because, uh, I want to make sure that people actually have a chance to practice these things. Uh, so if you're interested in some more advanced uh, Vim tips, you know, please let me know. Uh, real quick, I do want to talk about Terminal Vim, which is you know, the basic Vim mode. And this is kind of where I would suggest you practice it so you're not practicing Xcode's bugs, uh, but you practice how Vim is supposed to be. So uh, here, if you don't have Vim installed already, or if you have an older version, you can use Brew to install the most recent version of Vim. Uh, and I'm actually using NeoVim, which also can be installed by Homebrew. And uh, for all practical purposes in this video, NeoVim is completely backward compatible with Vim. And so it's, it's sort of a more modern take on Vim with more plugin or a different type of plugin system. Um, but since it's completely backward compatible, uh, that's what I'm using right now. And uh, so I'm just going to open up um, this Swift Core Libs Foundation. So this is the foundation uh, project from Apple, the open source foundation project. And let's just open this up in Vim. So I'm, I'm gonna open up Vim and I have customized Vim and I will link to my dot files in the show notes for this episode. So if you're curious about how my Vim is set up, when you launch Vim, it will look a little bit different. Um, most of the things I will cover will be uh, kind of standard. So one of the things that I, I have is nerd tree that I open with control backslash. So nerd tree is like a file management sort of kind of like your Xcode project navigator. And so I can go over here to the code of conduct, code of conduct and uh, see that. I can go over here to the readme. And um, so let's, let's stick inside of the readme for a minute. Uh, one of the things that I might want to do is set a command in Vim. So this is a, a different mode that Xcode currently does not support, which is command mode. Uh, so I hit colon to go into command mode and my cursor goes down to the bottom and now I can tell Vim to do things. I can configure the editor this way. So I just want to tell it to wrap lines so we can see them. And uh, so you'll notice that now when I hit J to go down, 
we we go down by line and so it skipped that whole block of text because that's technically on one line and you can see that in the in the gutter where it shows the line numbers okay so let's say that i'm inside of so let's say i want to take uh, the second sentence from here the one that starts with it provides primitive classes and i want to take that and i just want to make it a separate uh, paragraph so i could use the navigation commands i can hit w to skip by word uh, so what's the fastest way for me to get to this one? I could probably find the period. That's probably the fastest way to get to this. And then now I'm here, and let's say I want to go all the way to Objective-C. So I'm going to type V un uh, until... So here, here's the... So we remember that uh, F, capital O, will jump me to... Uh, jump me to the uh, the first instance of capital O on the current line, right? Uh, so so if I do that, you can also use T, which will basically do the same thing as F, except it'll go right until. So the T is kind of until that character. So one thing I might want to say is VT period will, will select until the next period, uh, which is kind of cool. And then at this point, I can hit X to cut, and I can move it down, or I can hit undo. Um, we can hit CW for change word or C2W to change two words. So it's something that you should probably just practice around and I think that editing text like this is really great. Okay, so some resources you can use to learn further. Um, the first thing to do is install them, play around. Just like find a text file like this and just play. Uh, it's definitely something you're going to have to practice. The next thing you can run is Vim Tutor, and I think NeoVim may actually have a different command for this, but uh, there's there's a command called Tutor, um, and this one actually has like it's full of lessons. Um, here I'm hitting Control D by the way to sort of page down. Um, I can hit GG to go to the top of the file, uh, but basically this will show you it. You know, goes through different lessons. We talked about moving the cursor. Exiting Vim, by the way, is kind of the next thing you need to learn, which is colon Q to exit and discard changes, or colon WQ to write and quit. So for instance, for me to get out of the window that I'm in, this sort of uh, tutor window, I'll hit control, or sorry, colon Q, and that will actually exit Vim because that was the last uh, editor open. So. If I go back over to my readme, colon w will write that file, colon wq will write and quit in the same command. Uh, so the Vim Tutor, it looks a little bit old school, but it's actually full of useful stuff. Okay, the next thing I want to uh, show, uh, this is the, the NeoVim homepage if you wanna read about that. Uh, I found this really interesting Vim cheat sheet and there's all the basic stuff that you would want to know is in here. And it, I guess it is kind of big, but it's, it's not that bad. I, I have to say it is worth your time to learn if you want to learn this type of stuff. Uh, and I even uh, learned something when I went back and looked at this cheat sheet. I was like, oh, okay, what, what is this? That's cool. And uh, so every time I actually sit down to invest time to learn something new in Vim, it, it's always something that sticks with me that I continue to, to use. And I've been using Vim for probably 15 years now. Okay, uh, so in addition to this cheat sheet, I also think that this, uh, this website, vim-adventures.com, is pretty awesome. So 
it's basically a, a game where instead of a controller, you you are this little blinking cursor and you use the Vim bindings to uh, navigate this world. And so you, you need to become familiar with these commands. And basically these are the only commands I have at the moment. So let's go talk to this person and says, okay, we can type colon help J with, uh, to, to get uh, help on a given command. And okay, so let's go over here and let's, uh, let's go grab this key. Okay, we got the key. And so the idea is that they're going to incrementally teach you new commands uh, based on the sort of world. So like one of the Vim behaviors here, and if you talk to this little person in the pink hair, uh, it'll, it'll tell you. So if I'm sitting here and I hit, uh, and if you think about these, one of these blocks is like characters. If I'm sitting here and I hit J to go down, it's gonna go to the same column that I'm in. Uh, but if the word, let's say I'm here, and I hit J, what happens? Notice that I go back a column because that the next line doesn't have that many characters. So you, you go to the sort of the last character in the line if the line you're going to has less characters in it. But when I hit J again, it jumps to the column that, it tries to, to prefer the column that I'm in. So, uh, and by leveraging this, we can actually skip over this uh, this angled block here, which we normally can't pass over. Because I'm all the way on the right here, I hit J, it tries to go in that column but can't. Hit J again. And now when I hit J here, it's gonna go all the way to that column again. So this is teaching you a valuable lesson about Vim. We can sort of take advantage of the same thing here when I type K to go up, and that allowed me to sort of skip over these things. Okay. So this is uh, kind of a fun way to explore Vim. They'll, they'll sort of tell you about using words to skip over this boulder. So if I type W, uh, actually I don't have the W. I think I need to pick it up uh, by going here. So now I've got the W. So now, now I can uh, skip words. And by doing that, I, I can skip over these boulders and get the next thing. And so anyway, if you're, if you want to have a fun way of playing around with Vim, I would suggest uh, spending some time with this uh, this website. And uh, please do let me know if you want to uh, learn more about Vim and you want me to cover some more advanced things, uh, then I'd be happy to do that. Just let me know in the comments for this episode or let me know on Twitter. So thanks for watching and we'll see you again in the next one.